just his humility, his gentleness, he, he leads that way, Lord. And we just ask that just today you speak through him, that you, that you give us ears to hear what you want us to hear through him, God. And just continue to bless us uh, through this man and through each man here this morning. I thank you for his life. I thank you for his, his marriage, his children, and just the pleasure that I know him. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Good luck, brother. He's awesome. teaching all three weeks. All right. Well, thank you very much for that. Uh, glad to be here this morning, gentlemen. I'm looking forward to this. We're going to be talking about Ecclesiastes 9. Um, verses 1 through 6 uh, for this week. And I'm going to go ahead and read through it. I'm reading through the ESV um, version if you want to read with me, uh, mostly because it'll take about a minute and five seconds and then I only have nine minutes left. So I'm just kidding, just kidding. All right. So, But all this I laid to heart, examining, examining it all, how the righteous and the wise and their deeds are in the hand of God, whether it is in love or hate, man does not know, both are before him. It is the same for all since the same event, meaning death, happens to the righteous, to the wicked, to the good and to the evil, to the clean, to the unclean, to him who sacrifices and him him who does not sacrifice. As the good one is, so is the sinner, and he who swears as one who shuns an oath. This is an evil uh, in all that is done under the sun, that the same event happens to all. Also, the hearts of the children of man are full of evil, and madness is in their hearts while they live, and after that they go to the dead. Then he changes it up here a little bit, and we begin to see some hope. But he who is joined with all the living has hope, for a living dog is better than a good a dead lion. I've been having fun with that little quote this week with my family, asking them what it means. And it's kind of interesting what you get back. For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing, and they have no more reward, for the memory of them is forgotten. Their love and their hate and their envy have already perished, and forever they have no more share in all that is done under the sun. So a little glimmer into what happens later on as we wrap up Ecclesiastes. Um, the, The teacher comes back to the fact that it is meaningful because he comes back to God. So a little spoiler alert there. So I don't know who has uh, the last chapter, but I kind of messed it up. I'm sorry about that. Um, So as I was doing the research for this, I mean, and a lot of this is different speakers. We've heard a lot of different parts of it. Um, And some of the things that are going on in my life, um, something about Solomon that struck me. If you look at uh, 1 Kings 3, where he became king. And he was anointed, and he did all these great things. He, uh, he walked in the statutes of his father, David, who was an awesome king, who made mistakes, but he always repented. Um, God appeared to him in a dream and gave him a wi- I mean, basically a wish list, and he chose wisdom, and God blessed him with much more than that. Um, he built the temple of the Lord. I mean, made Trump look like a chump. I mean, as far as what he built. And he also built a palace that was consecrated by God. And then you get into chapter 11, things kind of go the other way. And that happens all through 1 Kings and 2 Kings. We have just a bunch of, you know, things go well, things go bad. Um, And a lot of that was because the Israelites demanded a king. And God's like, why do you need a king? I'm here. And uh, that they weren't happy with that. So 
um, that began a cycle. And as we get into the, the 11th chapter, things begin to go wrong, and Solomon loses favor with, uh, with God. A lot of that makes sense to me. 700 wives, three concubines. <laughs> I mean, how can that go well? I, I can't handle one woman, so... Um, but uh, and God warned him about this early on, and he basically said, I mean, he forbid um, that the, the, he doesn't marry people from other nations, for they will turn away your heart after their gods. And the Bible says Solomon clung to these in love. So he chose what he chose. And, you know, so it end, did not end well for Solomon. I just wonder how that happens. The guy's the most wise person ever. He has everything he can have. And he knows what it takes to be blessed, but he chooses not to. How do we do that? I just don't understand it. Um, but we all have our stories, right? We all have things that have happened. And one thing that I have is... Knowing David Hill, he talks a lot about quarters um, of your life and, and where you're at. And the biggest thing he talks a lot about is finishing well. And what that means doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you end up with a lot of money. But you finish respected in the community um, and you're happy with where you end up in your life. You get up every day looking forward to um, the next day. And we're lucky because we live in a community with, you know, we have iron men. A lot of people, a lot of men don't have that. Um, so we're blessed by that. Um, for me, I'm going to talk a little bit about my life in the different, different quarters. The first quarter was really easy for me, and that might be that, you know, up to 25-year-old age. I had accepted Christ, but I wasn't following him. Um, and up until 25, I was having a good time, partying, rock and roll. Uh, I always had great jobs and didn't, you know, didn't have a lot of uh, pain and destruction in that, that quarter. In the second quarter, um, things started happening a little bit. Uh, as things do, you get married. Um, our first child, we bought a house. Um, and my wife was working. She had a great job at the Hyatt and uh, in human resources. And we were struggling with that first child because just the routine. Her mom was keeping the child. Um, so my daughter, my first daughter, Brenna. And, you know, just the every day of taking her to her mom's house and picking her up. Everything was tough. And um, I got some flowers one day at work. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that's weird. I've never gotten flowers before. And it basically said, I just quit my job for my wife. She's like, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. And we had had conversations, but we did not make any decisions about doing this yet. And so, <laughs> uh, and from that, I was blessed with two more children. Um, and because I guess she had a, well, never mind. Um, <clears throat> But what was amazing about that time is that I was even, God showed up, um, and uh, our lifestyle didn't change a lot as far as when she quit, but I was promoted into another role, which pretty much made up her income um, after about a year, um, which was pretty amazing. The downside of that is, you know, promotions bring more pressure, and jobs get bigger, um, and things like that, and you get a little bit more wear and tear. 
And I can tell you, um, at the same time, my wife and I, our kids were kind of getting a little bit older, three, four, five. Um, and we wanted them, we were kind of the Christmas Christians. We wanted them to, you know, be part of a church. And I had heard about this church in Altamont Springs that uh, Dr. Joel Hunter, you might have heard of him. He spoke at one of our Ironman events. And so I went to go check him out, and I can tell you that it changed my life in that. I had, you know, I've read the Bible before. I went to church, read along with it, and I liked it and all that stuff. But the way he, you know, he's a storyteller. That's what Joel does well. And he made it come alive for me. And uh, I read the Bible, I don't know how quick, but from cover to cover, um, very quickly, just because he kind of lit up a flame in me to want to go and learn and, and, and do that. Um, so it changed my life and I began to understand what it might mean to try to follow Jesus, um, and have a relationship with him. Um, and, and, you know, from Joel and, and going through that, um, he began his church distributed thing, um, later, which basically became other churches in other areas. And I ended up going to the crossings church in about 2003. And that's where I met David, David Hill. Um, his girls at that time were probably three, four, five years old. And we were in the children's ministry and David was always very hands-on with his kids. So he was in there a lot. He's very talented. You probably don't know that he plays guitar. He can sing, he can dance. He does all that stuff. He's not going to be happy that I told you that. But I was there until 2008 and served in church leadership and um, really learned a lot. Um, And kind of moving on there, at the end of the second quarter, this was around 2009 and 2012, um, a lot of things happened. The first, the, the end of the second quarter, um, we started going to, uh, David invited me to Ironman of God. It's something he started just in his house initially. And basically the premise there, um, was to understand what we believe and why we believe it. So as we met or we tried to share the gospel, we could explain it well. And uh, that was an amazing experience. <laughs> I mean, Revelations, we started, we were supposed to do it for a month, and I think we did it for seven months. And uh, had a lot of great people come in and help teach us there. Um, so that was a big life changer for me. Uh, and it was very timely um, because things from that point, um, I didn't always show up. And when I didn't, Dave would call me up and tell me he's going to give my chair away at Ironman. But, um, I lost my job after, uh, through a job elimination with, with, uh, uh, Nestle at the time, um, of 23 years. Um, so I was unemployed for about a year and I didn't have an excuse not to go. So I was there every Friday and, uh, it was a big part of my life then. Um, I was unemployed for almost a year, and I did land a new position at the place where I work now, and I've been there for seven years. It was a lot less money, um, I can tell you that, and uh, that brought about a lot of stress. I think Dave talked about it a couple weeks ago with that particular time with housing and things like that were tough, and I'd made some bad decisions. Um, Along with uh, losing some income, I had one of those toxic loans from Countrywide that basically you could do interest-free or or choose not to pay that month at all. And at some point, there was a set point to it, and, uh, you know, you had to make an accounting, and that happened. Um, I tried to kind of restructure the mortgage, and it that, what we came up with was not really doable at the time, um, and we ended up going into foreclosure. 
and the folks that have been through it, I can tell you that's that's a that's a tough tough situation to go through. Um, we didn't have new cars, but <laughs> I think Scott was talking about that. But um, there are there you know that happens as well. But things um, it was just not a fun time for me. But. Since then, I've been able to talk to other people that kind of gone through the same process and kind of, you know, let them know that there's a better side once you come out the other side of it. Um, so God's used that opportunity for me to help other folks sometime. Um, but here's the price that was paid. My marriage was in trouble. Um, you know, I married Cinderella, literally. My wife worked for Disney, and she was Cinderella and all of that. And my daughter also became uh, friends with princesses at Disney. But we had to, we ended up short selling our house. And uh, I don't know whether it was Jack or somebody said, oh, yeah, you, you're, you're taking Cinderella out of her castle. And uh, that hurt her, and it hurt our marriage. And, uh, um, for the first time in 18 to 20 years, we never talked about anything but staying married. But um, at that point, it was pretty tough. And she had some um, some demands, basically, or mandatory things that she wanted me to do if we were to keep going. And one of them was going to marriage counseling, which I did. Um, I had done that before. We had done a little bit of that before, so I was okay with that one. But the other one was to get a mentor or somebody that you can speak into your life. Um, I had people. David was a very close friend of mine. But I, there were certain things that, you know, you only give up so much. And we do that a lot here. Um, I can tell you, uh, even as we've been doing Iron Man Connect, there's times when I don't want to open up. And at our table, really in the last month or two, I think we're beginning to kind of overcome that. But... There was a, a limit on what I would share with a guy. <clears throat> um, so I had to go do that, and I did. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about that. But kind of coming up into the last year, um, going into my, you know, I'm into my third quarter now. Uh, things have been tough. Um, last year, we went through a bunch of things that, and it's about this time, um, uh, and they weren't like deaths in the family, but we had one thing after another that just from July till September that we didn't understand as a family, um, you know, uh, uh, we had a wedding that was called off for my oldest daughter, which that was tough um, and, you know, really affected our family. Uh, we had a car that blew up. My college, my middle child, Mackenzie, um, came home from college in Jacksonville. She lost about 40 pounds in a very short period of time. She had an eating disorder, um, and it was in a very dark place. Um, so we um, went into kind of a crisis mode there, trying to get her the help she needs. Jack helped me with some of the uh, things that... that as far as counseling for her and and uh but just one thing after another cars blowing up and um it was just a tough time <clears throat> and i can tell you uh we kind of had gotten through a lot of it and I was having a pretty good day with my family and um the in-laws had come over to eat and drink and we had a good day and um but that night i'm not sure what it was but um you know how husband and wife do we ended up getting into an argument 
And she said what she said, and then I said what I said, and we took it up a little bit more, and it got from here to there. You know how it goes, right? And uh, she decided to end that argument, and she went out, and she slammed the door. <laughs> and typically, I'll leave it at that and let her have the last word because she's an Irish American, and she, she, she don't give up. She's going to keep going no matter what, and I wanted to go to bed. But I got up, and I went over, and I put, <laughs> took the door, and I opened it, and I slammed it as hard as I could, and it shook the whole house, and it felt good. So I did it again. <laughs> and, uh, you know, being a good God-fearing man I am, that's what I did. And then I went and got back in bed, and I kind of felt a little bit smug because I kind of took up for myself. But then about... <laughs> I don't know how long it was, maybe 45 minutes later, there's a knock at the door, and I'm like, my wife wouldn't knock at the door, so she's not coming to apologize, right? (laughs) I open the door, and it's David Hill. And I'm in my my stuff when I sleep in, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, And I'll never forget the moment, and I'm like, I don't even remember what I said. Um, I, something to the effect of, what are you doing here? And he's like, well, um, your family's worried about you. So they called me. Let's go take a ride. Put your clothes on first. But <laughs> And I tell you, um, if it had been anybody beside David, I think I would have probably just run him out of the house as fast as I could, but I knew I wouldn't get away with that with him. Um, he had earned that. Um, and uh, so that's what I did. And we went somewhere, and it was quiet, and we talked, and I cried a lot. And we laughed a little, and I cried more. Um, and he took me back home, and I wish I could tell you I felt better, but I didn't. Um, because I knew what I had to do. I'd broken some stuff in my house, and for the next week, um, that's what I had to go and do with my family and apologize and try to make those things right. And it took some time. There was a lot of, was a lot of hurt in the house that week, and a lot of it was my fault. Um, so I don't even know if I ever said anything to David uh, or said thank you other than, uh, you know, when he dropped me off. But thank you, David, for that. I'll never, um, I know what a good friend is, and you are that person. Um, but I got to tell you, my point here is, is we can't go do this alone. We have to have men in our lives um, that can be there for us. And I'm very fortunate today that I have David and a few others that are in this room. Um, Jack is one of them that I can talk to about. Just uh, He knows everything that's happened in my life, financial decisions, uh, issues with my wife, uh, failed or not failures, but opportunities as a father and things that I need to work on, um, as well as Mike uh, Winslow. Where's Mike at? Uh, there. Okay, cool. There he is. But he's also a big part of that, um, and, uh, and I appreciate him for that, both of those guys. So um, I'm going to give it back to Ryan here, who's going to turn it back over to you. But I just want to leave you with this. Proverbs 18.1 says, Whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. He breaks out against all sound judgment. So Solomon chose to isolate himself. And the consequences were pretty clear. He ended badly. So I want to end well. And um, 
let's not let's not choose to to isolate ourselves and go it alone. So I'm going to say a little prayer, and then I'll turn it over to Ryan. Father God, I hope I didn't mess that up. But if I did, if I did, I know you'll fix it, and uh, and we love you for that. Um, also, I, I know Satan probably doesn't like Friday in Winter Garden um, because he doesn't have a lot to pick on, at least as far as Iron Man. But be with these guys the next six days of the week. Um, help them be vigilant for themselves and their brothers that are next to them. And God, thanks that your word says iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And thanks for making it so. We love you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen.